There we go. It's your man DJ Seiko, and I'm with Dr. David Anderson from the Empowerment Network. How you doing, Dave? How you doing, Dave? How you doing, Dave? Hey, man, I'm good. Trying to get this workout in, but it's all good. You know, we're kicking around the idea that it's going to be impossible, possible for black people to fix their problems. Why do you say that? Well, I mean, we got a lot of problems, man. We got some serious problems that people are are not really talking about. You know, like, you know, January 20th is around the corner, man. And uh, the non-farm payroll report came out on uh, Friday. Non-farm payroll is an indicator in the market for, like, it's the jobs report, right? And so non-farm payroll is a major piece of news that that really kind of dictates where the economy is going to go, all right? Okay. And when the payroll report came out, when, when non-farm dropped, it said only 156,000 jobs was created in the month of December, all right? So <clears throat> what that means is if you multiply 150,000 on average times 12, which is the, the span of 2017, that's like 1.8 million jobs, give or take. In November, non-farm payroll said 179,000 jobs was created. So let's just say the projections for 2017 total is on about 2 million jobs. All right? Okay. So set that aside on your wheelhouse. 2 million jobs is projected for 2017. There's 123 million people in the workforce right now. You can Google that. All right? Put it in the type in Google. How many people is working right now? Google gonna tell you one twenty-three okay. million. So even if you add that two million jobs to the one twenty-three, that's only a hundred and twenty-five million jobs. Last time I checked, when you go to Google and type in how many people live in the United States, it's gonna come back like three twenty, three nineteen, three hundred twenty million. So that would mean there's 200 million people who's not working and there's only like 49 or 42 or 40, 43 million black people in the United States. So those are the numbers. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're talking about what kind of problems we got, we got major issues. We got serious issues because nobody is teaching black people how to create work. That's the problem. You know, when we're talking about our problems, you know, set aside post-traumatic slave syndrome and set aside, you know, all this, you know, self-hatred and 400 years of oppression and all this other stuff these people just running around here talking about. The facts are the facts. There's no more jobs. <laughs> you know, I did a dissertation on that in 2011. I need to go back and do, do part two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there ain't no more jobs. And then people are still going to college, man. This is the biggest farce, the biggest lie ever. People are being told to go to college. People are being told to go, you know, get a job, get a good job, get a good education so you can get a good job. And them numbers are stag- staggering. Mm. Those numbers are staggering. There's two, yo, this is America. This is supposed to be the land of the free, right? Right, right. This, this is supposed to be home of the brave land of the free. 200 million people ain't working. That's more than two-thirds of the American population is without work. How many of those people are black people or people of African descent? So before we can even start talking about what's wrong with us and melanin and, you know, all of this stuff that's going around, cats arguing in the conscious community, how is there a black conscious community, yo? 
Like, like, what is that? All like, right. I thought if you was black, you were already conscious. You know, how are you, how are you conscious and not, and how are you not conscious and you black? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's really like black consciousness and, and all of this don't make, it make no sense, man. If you don't have, there's no jobs. Negroes don't have no money. Right. So the, right. the consciousness should be about your economics. That should be your, your consciousness. It shouldn't be like, oh, well, I'm, and they be the main ones with their fists up in the air and don't have no money. You know what I'm saying, Brother Anderson? We want you to come and talk to the brothers in Baltimore. Brother Anderson, calm them down. Give them a word. They, they, can you give us some gas to get there? Come on, man. So, you know, your economics is directly tied into everything, man. Okay. You know, so that's my point, man. That's that's my deal on that. All right. Well, if we could solve just one part of that problem, because based on what you're saying, we're not going to be able to solve everything. Nah, no way. What do you start? Well, like I said, man, my, my focus is economics, you know, it's black economics. That's been my focus since I've jumped out here, you know. I don't deal with AIDS in Africa. I don't deal with, you know, all this other stuff that's going on. I don't deal with police brutality. I, I don't de They got people for that, man. There's cats running around that got solutions for that. Okay. My deal is straight up our economic condition. Because to me, you know, when your economics is different, you don't get caught up in all of that, mm. you know. I'm moving around. I'm not getting caught up with police brutality. I'm on planes. Come on, man. So, you know, when your economics is, is different, then you're not subject to poor food conditions. You're not subject to poor educational conditions. You're not subject to poor living conditions, poor water conditions. You're not subject to these things. I mean, think about it. Flint, Michigan okay. has, not, has not been able to solve their problems, right? Check, check this out. You could go to this website, watercleannow.com, okay. and you could order you could order a uh, a whole house filtration system, right? This thing is broken at the um, street level, and a plumber comes in for about five hundred dollars, and the plumber installs this this thirty seven part system. It's a three part system, but it goes through thirty seven different channels of of uh, cleanliness through the water. Just put it in your URL, water clean. I'm looking at it right now, clean water. And okay. And this thing will uh will uh well it's was watercleannow.com. www.watercleannow.com. Um but the long and the short is they sell infiltration systems for like um 2500 bucks, okay? And you could just click on whole house filtration system and you can buy the system and install it on your house. Now, why are the people in Flint not, not doing this? You you're telling me the people in Flint don't got twenty five hundred dollars? You know what I'm saying? To to break the uh the chain in their water and make sure that they uh water is clean. So these are the types of things that I'm talking about, man. Like you know, you, you, you're going to be crying and people are sending you plastic bottles. The fact that people are sending you plastic bottles is an insult. Everybody knows that plastic bottles contain BPH, you know, um, and so if it's not, not BPA-free and, and any kind of change to the, to the bottle that's not BPA-free is contaminated. So people are raising money sending contaminated water to an already contaminated scenario when there's mm. technology out here that, that's already set up to clean it. You know what I'm saying? That's an economic issue. If, if you can't go to watercleannow.com and buy a whole house filtration system, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? That's not on the white man. That's not on the government. That's on you. So it boils down to your economics, and your, and your economics is really tied into your information. 
Because what I'm talking about, it's nothing new. You know what I'm saying? It's accessible. The, the issue is, why aren't we doing these things? You know? So wow. that's where I'm at. Wow. Wow. So you just gave a solution for Flint, Michigan, that their government, the uh, our government, the Flint, Michigan government, hadn't even stumbled upon or they're not acting on or uh, I, wow! This this is what we do, man. See, like Black Economics has an initiative. We have uh, Empowerment Radio Network as a whole has an initiative. So, um, um, my man and Warren Ballantyne, who's one of the the uh, talent on Empowerment Radio Network, of which yeah. I'm the co co founder of, he's been heading up this initiative for some time, even before the story broke on um on CNN, you know. And so, as 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 a, you know, uh, one of the co hosts of Black Economics. You know, our thing is solutions. So, you know, we're in the process right now of we've we've purchased houses in in Flint um, a number of years ago. Um, listeners raised money, and we purchased property um, in Flint, Michigan, for some of the listeners or whatever. Okay, but um, but we're specifically going into the market for the sole purpose of owning property and breaking that waterline to be able to create you know, a distribution channel uh, in these areas that are affected. These are one of our 2017 initiatives for Flint. So, you know, when these football players get together and they spend $100,000 on bottled water, you know, that's been sitting outside on pallets, you know, what what are you doing? You're sending people, you know, um, contaminated water, and they already got a contaminated scenario. So we have to, we have to be into solutions, man. Like everything that everyone is talking about it's rhetoric and it doesn't make any sense it's not it's not solutions based you know watercleannow.com has solutions for clean water that's a clean water initiative you know what i'm saying and and these, and, these, and these people are sitting here telling us oh well the emergency manager hasn't um done what was necessary to be able to uh clean the water in flint that's the farce man that's a test from the emergency broadcast system on how to kill Negroes, you know what I'm saying? How to how to how to drive down the um the price of the the real estate, you know? So everyone leaves and it's dirt cheap. It's already dirt cheap. You can go to Land Bank Authority in uh in Genesee County, which is where Flint is, okay, and you could buy a house for a dollar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what? the Land Bank Authority got yeah, man. Type in Land Bank Authority, Genesee County, Flint, Michigan. And it's right there. You can go ahead and order the um the information, and they, and they'll send it to you. You know, it's online. You know what I mean? So this this is what I'm saying. Like information is power. For what com- people? Are, for what county? For what county? It's called Genesee, Genesee County, Flint, Michigan. That Flint, Michigan is in Genesee County. It's the Genesee County Land Bank Authority. You type in Genesee County Land Bank Authority. Okay. In Flint, okay. Michigan, and it's there. You know, you you just gotta peruse the website. And you could download a listing of uh, of properties, you know what I'm saying, that are available for like a dollar. It's right there. The, the list is right there. You know what I'm saying? So anybody in their right mind that, that was really trying to solve the situation would go into that market owning property. There it is right there. Owning property, you know what I'm saying, and and buying a property for the sole purpose of putting one of them filtration systems in there and and at least providing clean water to the community. You know, and, and, and it's a business model too, you know, because wow. a five gallon a five gallon uh water 
uh, bottle will sell for five dollars. Right, right. Right. And so, and you can use a glass. You, you can get the glass. The glass five gallon bottles is only like fifty cent off of Alibaba. You know what I mean? So you can order that those glass five gallon bottles from Alibaba or f- from some local distributor in the area. I'm sure somebody in Michigan is a glass bottle maker in Michigan that's doing five gallon water bottles or five gallon uh, bottles. And then you just sell them. You can sell if it costs you a dollar. You can still sell it for six. You're giving the people in the community access to clean water. You know what I'm saying? And and that's wow. and, and you can let somebody from that market run that. Right. You can right. tell. You can you can let them stay there. You're not gonna stay there. You in Virginia. You know what I'm saying? You in Norfolk. I'm in Atlanta. I'm not gonna stay in that house. You know what I mean? But you could buy the house, own it, provide housing for somebody, and a job. This is what I'm talking about when you're saying, "Yo, what's wrong with black folks?" This is the problem. We're not, we not thinking like, oh, I got to create a job. We're looking for jobs. We're not figuring out, I got to create multiple streams of revenue because Trump is in office. Nobody's <laughs> talking that. And so these are, these are kinds of problems that we have, man. I think, I'm not saying money is going to solve all problems because money doesn't solve major health challenges. Money doesn't solve spiritual issues. You know, but to me, you know, when we get down to the get down, what economic approach should we use to decrease uh, or the police brutality that we're seeing in our community? I don't know, man. I don't speak to police brutality. That's a Umar Johnson or a brother polite question. You know, I don't get into that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying police brutality is not going to affect us. But again, like when you move in in certain ways, man, that stuff don't even affect you. You know, like case in point, I'll give you this. All right. The other day, I, I had to do an eviction, okay? And so, in evic- you know, we into the real, real one of the things that I, I dive into is real estate. I'm a heavy-duty real estate investor in the, in the Atlanta area, heavy-duty. And so, the other day, I had to go and um, perform an eviction, unfortunately. It's not something that I look forward to doing. It's a dirty part of the job. And so, um, the gentleman that we were evicting, he was there. His whole family was there. He knew we had been in the court, went to court on the federal level, all this type of stuff, got a break order from the judge, all this craziness. But the long and the short, this guy wasn't leaving, so he needed to be set out. Now, I had I had ordered, we I own an evictions company, so I had ordered um I had request I had my property manager request twelve men. This was a six bedroom house in like Johns Creek. This is where like Usher lives and, and it's a real prestigious area in uh in Atlanta. What what twelve men? Creek, because the law says for every room you got to have two men, and it was a six bedroom house, so I had to have twelve men. Okay. All right, that's per the law, and so I had my property manager and my assistant schedule all of that, and all these these guys were out there, and I had to bring the necessary paperwork. All right, now this is a Fulton County Marshal. They was already at the house. I had my locksmith there. I rolled up, kind of like what, what what I got on right now. I got on like. Black, you know, I'm wearing like an all black Under Armour, Under Armour workout suit. You know what I'm saying? And this crazy fuzzy hat because it's like it's cold in Atlanta. I hate being cold. So, and I'm in a I'm in a van, right? right. I'm in a van. I'm in like a dog catcher truck. Like the kids call it the child molester van. Like they, I have this like work truck, so I don't mess up my car. So I'm in this work truck, and when I pull up on the scene, it's two marshals, twelve people my assistant and my property manager and they and everybody looking at me like dang this dude this is the dude calling the shots and when i'm sitting there talking to the marshal i'm giving him my paperwork once i show the marshal that 
you know, not only did I have a signed order from a federal judge to proceed with this eviction, but I also had access to the title. They wasn't talking to me like Negro get up against the wall. They was like super. These are marshals, yo. Two of them, white boys, super respectful. They was referring to me by my full title, Dr. Anderson. How do you want this to proceed? How do you want this to proceed? You know, do you want us to? There's weapons in the house. How do you, how do you want us to? Handle? Well, we'll handle this. You know, they can go in all all doing their job. So what I'm saying is, as a land landlord, as a land owner, when I pay real estate taxes, those real estate taxes are actually going into two things. Okay. A number of things, but two main things. One is the educational system. One is the educational system in which that house is, um, you know, the jurisdiction of that house. Okay. And two is law enforcement. So what I'm saying is if Negroes own something, right, Ooh. then their relationship with law enforcement wouldn't be the relationship that it is right now. And so, and so when we start crying about, oh, the law enforcement is shooting us in the back, Oh, they doing this to us. They doing that to us. That's not my reality. And I'm I'm in the hood. I'm in these white boy neighborhoods. We all over the place with this real estate stuff. And when I when I lay out what it is and who and and my my position that I'm the plaintiff and not the defendant, that I'm the owner and not the tenant. You know, they gotta respect that. I'm serious, man. The the relationship, the conversation is different. Right, right, right. You know, right. he's not talking to me like I'm a perpetrator. He's talking to me like I'm I'm. I'm part of, you know, what what allows him to get his paycheck. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in and out of rooms dealing with judges and stuff, man. I'm dealing with attorneys, judges, marshals, and sheriffs. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is, if you're talking about the question is, how do we combat law enforcement? Listen, law enforcement deals with black people the way that they deal with black people because black people are not um, tapping into who it is that they're supposed to be. Once we start tapping into owning something and it's a mandate and y'all start reading that Bible and you start understanding what it is that you're supposed to do. Everybody want to debunk the Bible. All these cats want to tell us about ISIS and Osiris and all this other crazy stuff. Okay, that might be the case. But at the end of the day, Jesus Christ and his disciples were all businessmen. They were fishers of men. These cats had robes. They had stitching inside of their robes with gold lining, man. The whole thing was about money. They, they did perform miracles. It's also like turn the loaves of bread and, and water into wine and, and loaves of bread into multitudes. That was because the niggas had money. They had gold inside their robes, man. They was able to go pay for that stuff. So, you know, we got to start reading and understanding what's going on, man. It's a right, mandate right, to right. possess land. You should not be black and not own land. You want to stop police brutality? Let me tell you this. The Negroes running around talking about, oh, we getting shot in the back. Oh, the white man's killing us. Brother Dave, what do you think about that? I think Negroes need life insurance. You know what I'm saying? Because if Negroes had 5 to $10 million worth of key man life insurance mm -hmm. and the white man's putting bullets in your back, they got to pay out on that insurance. So imagine if they shooting Negroes and the insurance policy says, oh, they got to pay $10 million. Listen, mm -hmm. Terry Fisher, Princess Leia, just died. Right and, right, and the mother died because she had a broken heart, right? But get this, Walt Disney put, because they was involved with the pre-production, right? Disney put $50 million key man life insurance on Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Listen, man, it's how business goes. So when she dropped, 
Disney got fifty million because they feel like they taking a loss because she's not gonna be involved on these next three films with Star Wars. Why black people ain't why black men ain't doing moving like that? Negroes ain't taking out fifty million dollars worth of life insurance on their own um lives? Black lives matter? Come on, nigga, black lives really matter. You have insurance on your come on, man. Come on. Black lives don't matter to black people. You know what I mean? So I you know, don't agree with that, but I like your point. Whew. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, man. George Soros put a hundred million dollars behind Black Lives Matter. I'm not saying the work they doing is in vain. I'm all for that. I wear the t-shirts and all that type of stuff. But I'm getting into the mechanics of what Black Lives Matter really means. If it meant something to people, we would be carrying the insurance necessary to stop this police brutality. Because I'm telling you, if all black people got together and got insured. Every time somebody died and white folks had to pay out five and ten million dollars, you Trump would have a federal policy telling law enforcement not to shoot these Negroes because it's gonna bankrupt the insurance companies. Period. It's all economics, man. Hmm. You know, but cats wanna they wanna dissipate, they wanna debate, they wanna have debates, yo. Know? You know what I'm saying? Like it's a fight, like it's a Floyd Mayweather fight. They wanna debate. It's about money. You know what I'm saying? It's about money. Period. All right. All right. Well, um, Third problem that we're going to deal with tonight, poverty. When you look at poverty, too many people of African descent, too many black people, whatever term you want to use, are considered impoverished. Solution. And you're actually- I don't believe that, man. You gave it already, but- I don't believe that. You don't believe yeah, it? Because, see, poverty is, a, poverty is a state of mind. Listen, man, we, like, I, see, I just seen this film the other day called Hidden Figures. It came out yesterday. Or yeah, yeah, yesterday. yeah. I'm going to see that on Tuesday. Dog, listen, man. The white man could not get to the moon without black women. All right, they used calculations, and at that time, they didn't. They was really just getting with this computer situation, right? So they would refer to the minds, the the, the great minds that would perform these calculations as human computers. This is where the whole science behind the computer came. Black women, right? Mm -hmm. So, From an Virginia. entire team of. From Virginia, from Hampton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, from Hampton. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I don't want to. I don't want to give it all up. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, poverty is a mind state. It's just straight up. Um, it's like a disease, man. And you know, people tell me all the time, "Oh, well, you know, I didn't have the benefit of education. Well, I didn't finish. If you do your history on." What's really going on with Dr. Anderson? I didn't finish Lawrence Brown College. You know what I'm saying? Well, how'd you get your doctorate? My doctorate is honorary from um, a school in Miramar, Florida, Global Overdye University, Seminary University in Miramar, Florida, you know, because of my business acumen. You know what I'm saying? Because of, um, because of the amount of experience that I've had over the 20 years, past 20 years in business, 16, 17 years in business. So right. what I'm saying is when you start thinking that you don't have no resources, you start acting like that. I mean, come on, man. Listen, in this conversation, ooh, ooh. we basically we base we basically start solve the Flint water crisis in this podcast, man. But you know, Negroes is in Flint right now, talking about all oh, the man is oppressing us and we don't have no access to resources. What are you talking about? You got real estate being sold for a dollar, and and y'all can't get twenty five hundred dollars together to, to get uh, a filtration system installed. It, what, you can't pull resources. One person on the block can't pull resources for everybody on the block. So at least one person on that block has access to a clean filtration system so everybody else on the block can use it and then make money from it and then buy another one so the next person has it. Come on, yo. 
So that's a mental state, man. And when you start thinking like that, the, the worst thing is you start teaching your kids that. That's the abomination. So when people talk, start talking about being pop, impoverished, yo, think about that. HUD, this, this is why I love that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited that Trump is, is coming into office. I'm not down with Trump, but yeah, like Trump said- is doing, I'll end on this. Trump, Trump, Trump doing three major things that's going to rock the black community, right? I was in a, um, a nightclub in downtown Brooklyn, and I threw down on this. Um, Trump, the first thing Trump is doing that black folks need to pay attention to is that Trump is coming after HUD, right? And so, you know, HUD handles Section 8, and normally their budget is somewhere to the tune of like 100, 200 like million, maybe $300 million annually, right? And so that budget's been cut by two-thirds, yo, already effective January 20th from the jump. So that means ain't nobody else getting no more Section 8 vouchers. That's number one. Number two, oh. number two, if you already if you already on Section 8, right, Trump is reducing the vouchers. If you got a four-bedroom voucher, they reducing it to two-bedroom vouchers. And if you got kids that are 10 years old, they got to bunk up with the parent. Okay, if they're 10 or older, they got to they got to they got to stay with the parent in the parent's room. All right? So basically what he's saying is, yo, all this freeloading, it's over with. The second thing that he's coming after is food stamps. All right? Like if you got food stamps and you able body and you can work and you just can't find no job, your stuff's getting cut off effective January 20th, all right? So there's people running around talking about, "Oh, I just can't find work." That's no longer an excuse right now, all right? And the third thing that's important, or this is real important, especially for black women, because this is going to affect black women uh, who make under, like, $42,500. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, rem- they remove the EIC, the earned income credit. That's out of here. You know, the filing status used to be married, filing single, uh, married, filing jointly. Oh, no, sorry, married, filing jointly. Uh, and then single and then at a household, family. right? And then married, filing single, or married, filing, or married, filing separate, or married, filing joint. All right? Right, right, right. So now, if you married, they're going to maintain that married, filing uh, separated, or married, filing jointly. And if you're single, you're going to be single, but there's no uh, the middle ground, no head of household. So there's no earned income credit, no head of household. And if you have multiple children and you're single, a black woman, you can't claim multiple dependents, right? They're not going to give you the benefit of that because of the head of household status is out of here. So it's almost like a double tax. You're going to be in a 27% um, tax bracket as a single black woman making $42,500. And you can't claim head of household status, all right? That's like almost like a double tax. It's almost like a 40%, it's a 27% tax increase uh, tax hit, but it's almost like a double tax. All right, that is those three things right there is gonna totally not this year. You won't feel it this year because it's gonna be you know you file taxes this year, but the following year, oh man, Negroes are gonna go crazy because this is what Negroes do. They file a tax return. Oh, I'm gonna go get my ERC, and then come February second week of February, they get their little check. They go get iPhones. They go get rims. They go get cars. They go get all big, ultra high definition curved TVs. Migos get all of this stupid stuff, but don't nobody buy no filtration systems in Flint. 
Don't nobody buy no real estate. Don't nobody buy no tax lien certificates. Don't nobody get no solo 401ks. Ain't nobody investing their money in the Forex. So it's all of this crazy stuff going on. And, you know, we stuck. So what I'm saying is Trump is almost the best thing that's ever happened to black people. And I'm not promoting Trump, but Trump phenomenon is going to wait, hopefully, put black people in a situation where they're now forced to have to figure it out. And that's when the magic is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm actually excited for black folks because now, you know, now they're listening. You know, whereas before, we on YouTube, we on the radio, we on Russian TV, we on CNN talking crazy, ain't nobody listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now, cast one commentary. They want to know, you know, how do we build the Empowerment Radio Network without no loans from no banks? You know what I'm saying? They want to know about the real estate investing career, how we able to do what we doing, you know? We've been doing this for a long time, man. I'm like 10 years into this. So, you know, I, I'm not, I'm excited, actually. You know, I'm excited for the future. You know, it's a lot of chaos, but at the same time, it's a lot of opportunity, man. And folks just need to focus. You just need to focus, man. Woo. Woo. Well, I tell you what, man, you just gave us three things that America needs to hear, three things that our people need to hear. Uh, you gave a solution for Flint, Michigan. We're going to have to make sure that people in Flint learn from what you just said, man. That's, yeah. well, that's a game changer. But I guess the bigger game changer is I could do this myself. Yes. You should do it yourself. Yeah. Every every yeah. black man should have. Listen, man, this this information dangers me. This came from Peter Nygaard. All right, you could Google him. Oh, okay. Dude's a billionaire. Okay. All right. Mm. When I first sat down with him in the Bahamas, I was with Minister Farrakhan. We was at his house for like two weeks in the Bahamas, and um, and Nygaard actually gave up some seed money um, a number of years ago in 2012 for us to get started with Empowerment Radio Network. All right, so. Um, when I sat down with Mr. Nygaard and I was like, yo, what is wealth about? You know, Mr. Nygaard was like, it's not about, and this is on, mind you, this guy has his own island. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Called, right. called Ny Google Nygaard K. Um, N-Y-G-A-R-D and then space C-A-Y. It's in the Bahamas. We on his own island. I, I'm with Minister Farrakhan and Beth Smith. Mr. Nygaard is like, you know, I'm like, and it, you know, obviously you can see the plane and everything. He's got like two or three jets. Yeah. That's the, that's the island there. We had to get to the island by boat. Um, and so we come up on the beach or whatever. And, um, you know, I'm like, man, this is nuts. I was like, yo, Mr. Nygaard, what's your definition of wealth? And he goes, it's not money. It's having access to clean air, mm. clean water, and clean food. This is as... His people are bringing me his own water, Nygaard water, okay? Um, he has I, okay. Yeah, he's got his own island, man, and it's got, a, it's got a, uh, an Aztec theme to it, as you can see. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's a very esoteric, I mean, he's a billionaire. You know, these guys do what they want to do. So whatever he's thinking, that's what they do. And, I, and he loves black women. As you can see, he's got 10 or 20 black women around him at any given time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, this is real. It's not It's not a joke. So, matter of fact, I went down there and I saw one of my homegirls I hadn't seen in like 10, 15 years. I was like, man, what are you doing down here? She was like, yeah, I'm on an island. Yeah, so um, the long and the short is when you're dealing with people like this, you know, and they're saying, regardless of, you know, his his dealings, you know, he's, his, his model and his ideology 
is to ensure that he has access to these things for his family and for, for the people in his community. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a major um, contributor and, and statesman for the Bahamas, you know. So when the Bahamas wanted to go to the uh, to perform for the track uh, team and the, and the Bahamian government didn't have enough money, Mr. Nygaard put the whole Bahamian track team on his plane and flew them to the Olympics, and they won. All right? And, and he allowed for them to practice on his island. So, mm-hmm. you know, the dude is, 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 a, is an awesome cat as it relates to humanitarian and, and black people. You know, he's for black economics. Matter of fact, the reason the, what brought me down there was um, his neighbor, who was another billionaire who lives in the island next door, Louis Bacon, tried to burn Mr. Nygaard's house down. And Mr. Bacon tried to buy um, some land. Actually, you can see right there, that was the actual event that brought us down there. This is Mr. Um, Fer- Louis, Minister Farrakhan is there. If you dig deeper, you'll see some photos of us, you know, there. But the long and the short, um, Farrakhan and myself and Ms. Bev were, were brought in to, to bring awareness to this situation. But the long and the short, Louis Bacon uh, was attempting to buy sacred land that our ancestors were buried on. It was called uh, Heritage, uh, Clifton National Heritage Park. This was a, this was a site that um, Africans were... Um, were, were basically they died at it was a plantation mm-hmm. wiley plantation um and so this this dude wanted to buy the land and build hotels on it and mr nygaard and if you see that photo right there to the left the far left that was that's a structure that was built by the ancestors mm-hmm. that out of the trees you know basically paying homage to them because they didn't know which way to go to get back home wow and, yeah. And so this white man, Bacon, wanted to buy this land and build hotels. And Nygaard got behind uh, the people in the Bahamas and the community. And they, they, they call they call they call my, my um, the network. They called empowerment looking for Miss Bev. And Miss Bev called uh, Mr. Minister Farrakhan. Next thing I know, we was on a plane and we was at this dude's house, you know, at, on his island, strategizing on how to shut this down. And and the guy didn't didn't buy the land. So what I'm saying is, when you're dealing with people like this on this level, and they telling you money is not important, but having access to clean food, clean water, and and being able to breathe, come on, man. You know, the first time I ever seen air filtration was was on his property because he had filtration. Yeah, so they got chemtrails, you know, and chemtrails they spray. You know, they, the government has a program where they're spraying. And they're telling you is to put up a, a shield to avoid the Russians from spying on us, all this foolishness. But basically, they spraying you to, to, to take down your life, um, you know, to, to cut down your life expectancy. And so these particles that are, that are being sprayed on us are not good for us. I mean, our skin is our biggest organ and our skin is absorbing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when I was on the island, they had some people flying over. When Farrakhan was there, there was a plane flying over the house, you know, dropping this stuff. And, and we were all looking at it, man. He was like, man, Mr. Nygaard himself was like, I hate those damn planes. He, he, said, he said he was going to put some, uh, some ballistics on the property to shoot them planes down, but he didn't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but what he did to counter this stuff is that he had these filtration, air filtration um, devices that filter out the air. Mm-hmm. You know, so whatever they was dropping you know, he was able to counter, he had a countermeasure for that set up on his own property. Wow. So, so this is, what I'm saying is, 
even though he's a billionaire and he's got access to super resources, there's a takeaway from that, you know, and we can do these things on very small levels, which is, which is why I know to do these things. You know, when you're saying, well, damn, how you know this? Well, you know, when I, when I was on the property, the first thing I did was I said, I said to one of the, one of the workers that the people that worked there, I was like, I want to see the water for treatment center. And they took me to it and I took pictures of it. I went on Amazon. I was like, dang, this is, where you go to get this is how you put this together. I'm asking about all this stuff. I'm inquiring, mm-hmm. you know? And so we inquire and then I came back home. I installed it at my primary residence. I got access to clean water. And when I was there, you know, drinking that water was the best water I had ever drank in my entire life. I have the most energy I ever had in my life. So what I'm saying is, you know, we got to start really getting our information from different sources. You know, I don't believe that we should be like, yo, all these white folks is the devil because that's not necessarily the case, man. If, if white folks have consistently been able to practice wealth building for generations and successfully transfer that to their um, siblings, we have, we can amass wealth vis-a-vis the um, Michael Jackson family trust, you know, a $9 billion asset. But when we transfer it, for whatever means, it gets sold for $750 million. Mm. The, print, the Prince estate can amass wealth through music catalogs and build a $5 billion, from what I was told, uh, music catalog, but then some type of way die. And then two weeks later, have your vault that no one else could access drilled, and they take all your music. So we can build wealth, but we just, for some reason don't seem to be able to transfer it. That's the main problem. So until we can master that, we have to engage the other side. We have to engage because our livelihood depends on that. You know, everybody want to say, oh, we got to go black to Africa and we got to have our own stuff. We need black town and and black Africa and all this type of stuff. D-Girl's been running around raising money for schools that ain't even built yet, man. Come on, yo. What are you talking? Where's the money for these schools, for these institutions? I ain't taking no shots. But what I'm saying is, can't nobody come at me on some, yo, what are you doing with the money? Because Empowerment Radio is on the air. You know what I'm saying? Every day. So, you know, this $5 million worth of real estate assets under management that don't got no mortgages on. You know what I'm saying? So we have to take a better account of our finances and what we're doing with our finances. And I'm not perfect. I'm not the guru. But we have to, as a people, get more serious mm-hmm. about our finances. It cannot be about some esoteric concept on what revolution is for black people. That's out of here, man. If you're not taking the time to train your people and inform them on their economic state, you're doing a disservice to the community, man. Mm-hmm. So that's just my stance on that. I ain't taking no shots, but we got to do better, man. When people entrust you with these thousands of dollars, and, and you, you're selling them on ideas. You got to make good on those ideas. You got you owe it to the community, man. So that's just what it is. All right. Um, wow. I, I, I don't have anything else to ask because I need to just kind of process the things you just shared with me tonight, uh, share with us tonight. Uh, anything anything you want to say in closing, bro? Nah, man. Just, you know, I appreciate you and Bert, man, for, um, you know, doing what you're doing. You know, Fly Guys Radio hopefully will be on Empowerment Radio Network sometime 2017. It's going to happen. Uh, it's going to happen. You know, it's out there. It's out there when you, you know, y'all getting ready. I, I feel you. Take your time. 
you know, it don't happen overnight. We also started at the top of the year. We launched the um, the Black Speakers Bureau, you know, so I'm excited about that. We represent great talent like um, Michael V. Roberts and George Frazier and R.W. Bray and Jewel Tanker. How does that work? How do, You created a Speakers Bureau. Yeah. How, is that, how does that work? How do you profit from that? Um, how do well, you, you know, that? one of the things that started to happen as I – focus a lot of energy on empowerment radio network is that you know phone calls started coming and i mean even like you and and yeah. and and jr lock you know those right, when right, those calls right, come right. in you know that's an opportunity and i just don't think that when someone has a request even if the request is uh is not for me um we should build the infrastructure to be able to fulfill that request as long as the speaker that we're sending is, is accomplishing the agenda. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in the space of black economics, you know, it's, it's more to it than just what I'm talking about. We need to hear what Jewel's talking about. She's a woman. She's mm -hmm. an economist. She has a doctorate. She's been to Stanford. You know, she's a celebrity. Uh, her husband's Ben Tanker. We need to hear from, uh, Michael Roberts, he's a billionaire. You know, he hangs out with Mr. Nygaard. He knows what he's talking about. We need to hear from um, George Frazier. We need to hear from people, you know, Michael Imhotep. We need to hear from these people. Mm -hmm. R.W. Bray. These guys are are phenomenal, you know? Right, right. So, so all I'm saying is I have someone who's who has dedicated their life or a significant part of their life um, to ensuring that, that this message that I'm carrying gets to where it has to go. So, I, at the top of the year, we have been talking about it, but I finally, um, you know, put last quarter of 2016 offered Sandra Tedford a partnership in Black Speakers. And, you know, she's committed. She 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 gets up every day. She follows up. She's on point. She's, she's on, on point. point. You know, mm -hmm. she's on point. Yeah. You know, so you can, you get the website is up, theblackspeakers.com. Uh, you can go there and you can, the blackspeakers.com. Yeah, go to the URL, type in the blackspeakers.com, and you can book, um, you know, Boyce Watkins. You can book these guys right now. You can send an inquiry. And um, and I'm proud of that, man. I'm proud that I have a, um, an agent. I'm proud, you know, that it's based in Chicago. You know, I'm proud that we're able to, uh, you know, to do these types of things, man, because the message that we're spreading. It's impacting people's lives. Now, I'll just say this, man, in closing. One of the things that you help to do, um, Seiko, with bringing that film, you know, because we're involved with, with these film documentaries, too. I, I practice multiple streams of income, so y'all don't think that we're all over the place. Oh, that's a nice picture of Jewel, by the way. Salute, Jewel. I yeah, I got I to get another one, man, because I saw her as I was like, oh, man, I ain't getting no picture. But yeah, Jewel Tankard has been uh has been amazing. Is your your guy? Oh, Jr. Okay. Yeah, we gotta get a new photo for him because that one's kind of pixelated. <laughs> we just we just actually uh, put all this stuff up um, about a week ago, a week ago. <laughs> but that's my man, R. W. Bray. Of course, he's with the Republican Party, Michael M. Hotel. But I mean, we got a lot of great talent as it relates to Black economics. These are the experts. These are the people who know, you know, who we need to go to to get some information, man. So, you know, the long and the short is this is what we're doing, man. You know, we're practicing multiple streams of income. We're practicing, um, you know, I'm in media, obviously broadcast entrepreneur. I'm in real estate and now the film game, you know, and I have a speaking career, you know, so, so this is what we're doing, you know, this is what we're doing. 
I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, we need everyone to go to theblackspeakers.com, theblackspeakers.com. Check out what they have to offer. Uh, of course, you can always Google Dr. David Anderson because he's everywhere. Um, no, nah, not everywhere yet. We got we working on that website. We we uh, get we I actually got the I got my domain for my own name, so we getting ready to build that out. Okay. Uh, and last thing, man, tell us about subscribing to the Empowerment Radio Network. Yeah. So, um, Empowerment Radio to subscribe. Obviously, you want to go to the EmpowermentRadioNetwork.com. I think the uh, they're working on that site as well. But there's a red button there at the top of the right-hand corner okay. um, that you can click on. And um, you can click that red button and subscribe. Subscription service is like $9. And what it does is it offsets part of the cost that um, that it costs to actually do this. You know, I, my budget, my annual budget, we just went over the budget. It runs about $250,000 annually, you know, just on the low end to keep this thing going. And this is our fifth year. So add that up, you know, times five, 250 times two years, a half a million dollars. And this, we going into our fifth year, man. So I'm like $1.52 million in on uh, of my own money. <laughs> you know, and we ain't got no sponsor. Ain't no Home Depot. Ain't no bought to you by the Walmart family. You know what I mean? So I'm not out here, you know, begging for money, but we, but we want folks to subscribe, you know, and it's funny. I mean, black folks will, will support, um, other ideologies and there's no proof proof purchase you know somebody come out and say hey i want to i got this great idea i want to do this concept but then four or five years later where, where's the concept you know this is something that we're doing right now in fact there's a radio station in norfolk when i come when we come up there on the 19th uh seiko there's a radio station that i'm looking at um purchasing you know what i'm saying um, one of bishop willis's stations right yeah yeah on virginia beach yeah exactly i think it's uh W A A W. I got to get the call or the letters or whatever. But we, right, we, right. We going yeah, to the tower the site. Levels. Right. Yeah, we going to the tower site though. You know what I'm saying? And so these are things. This is the, this is the stuff that we're doing. We're trying to control the infrastructure so that we can communicate this message of empowerment. This message of empowerment is a lot bigger than than what I'm talking about right now. This thing is huge, and so you know we got to just get involved you know, on another level right, right, of right. engagement, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that we get to where we got to go. All right. All right. Well, uh, I look forward to seeing you soon, Doc. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, folks need to come holler at you, man, because I know you're doing the 4X. You know, you're you getting folks involved on how they can trade and all this type of stuff. So, Yeah, the yeah. 4X team that we have right now is doing some great things. It's doing some profitable things. So Good. if you want to uh, become involved in our Forex team, check out the links below. And it'll have all the links where you can get involved in what we're doing. Uh, I would love to have everybody to get involved because we need to raise the income. We need to raise your income. We need to raise everybody's income in our community so we can start doing some of these initiatives that Doc was just talking about. Yeah, I think when we come out there on uh, Saturday, um, you're going to be at the Palace, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let everybody know that or whatever. But, yeah, long and short, man, we're looking to come out there build some teams, build wealth, get involved. Oh, but the last thing I want to tell y'all, man, before we get out of here, one of the things that you was uh, involved in, I was going to tell you was uh, the chick Tiffany, man. You know, I put a, I put a, um, a video out about two days ago on the internet, two, maybe last week sometime. 
Okay. We put $1.5 million worth of Ds. I had like 11 Ds that we put on the books. You know what I'm saying? From an individual from Norfolk. You know what I'm saying? So that that's like now we creating real estate millionaires. And that's on T that's on that's like live. We went to the sheriff's department, got the D's, recorded all of them. It's on the internet. So okay. one one of the most powerful real estate transactions we've done come from people that are in Norfolk. So, you know, that Virginia Hampton Rose area is serious business, man. And people need to get 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 hip to what's going on with this empowerment because y'all taking it seriously. Y'all taking y'all stuff more seriously than what's going on with folks in Atlanta. You know what well, I'm saying? We have to, man. Since you've been down here and awakening the masses here, uh, we're, we're moving, man. We're yeah, like, yeah. Where would I find that video? Where would I find that video? Um, go to Black Economics Facebook fan page. Go to Black Economics Facebook fan page. It's Black Economics. At Black Economics is B-L-A-C-K-A-N-O-M-I-C-S. At Black Economics. I'm on at Black Economics on the Twitter box. At Black Economics on that Fed book. And uh, just look it up, man. <laughs> yeah, you know they watch. <laughs> you know they watch. You got to give them something to look at. <laughs> All right, so yeah. I just typed in at Blackonomics on on, uh, on on no no not on the YouTube on the on Feb on the Facebook oh. the Facebook fan page. I got to switch it over from Facebook to uh, to YouTube. They're gonna do that tonight on Facebook, like you said. Yeah, on the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they be monitoring, but it's cool. It's cool. It's all good, shouting. It is what it is. All right, so I'm gonna uh, go under Imani's uh, account. <laughs> I can't remember my login, man. Using the kids account <laughs> at at b l a c k a n o m i c s. All right, at Blackonomics. Yeah, there it is, right there. The Superman. The Superman. Watch me, you. <laughs> Straight out of ATL. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. But you ain't doing that dumb stuff that well, I'm not saying dumb. I'm just Nah, we ain't on no soldier boy, stuff. man. No, no. We not on that soldier boy. Yeah. That's another conversation. Disappointing, man. Disappointing. Very disappointing. Extremely. And I know those cats, man. So yeah, right there, that video right there is nuts. So when you get some time, you need to check that out. And and the one before it is even more nuts. Because we are, um, we doing it. It ain't like we not doing it. Oh, yeah, that's it right there. That's the video right there. That's when we walked into the courthouse and we, check it out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's, so you can check that out for your own entertainment, you know, and, and knowledge building. But it's there, man. It's out there, man. So we're not making this stuff up. You know, they're going to need to give us a, a TV show in a minute. Because you can't make this stuff up, man. But this, the, the, the client came from... Well, the long and the short of it is the client came from Norfolk, man. So there's, there's people up there in the VA area. There's people out there all over the country that, that got it. You know, you're talking about poverty. Negroes is not poor. They just need to know what to do with their money. They need to know what to do with our money. Uh, that's why I started the four years of focus. and Right. Uh, all right, so Doc, we're out of here. All right, man, I appreciate y'all. Go check out the website. Go to YouTube. Type in Dr. David M. Anderson Sr. com or YouTube, man. Hey, keep up the good work, man, and we'll talk soon. All right, and as always, save the end. Stay fly. Stay fly. All right, man. All right, man. All right, man. All right, man. All right, man.